Welcome to the MPC Podcast. I am Tim W. Gill, pastor of Medora Pentecostal Church, and I'm thrilled that you've joined us today. Here at MPC, we are committed to bringing hope and building lives. One way we do that is through this podcast. Thank you for listening, for sharing and reviewing what we do here. It is our desire to connect with you, and you can find us on Facebook, or you can find us at our website, medorachurch.com. It is our prayer that today's message inspires you, encourages you, and that the kingdom of God is advanced in your life. Let's get right to the word of the Lord today. John, the 19th chapter, verse number 23, John 19, 23, then the soldiers, when they had crucified Jesus, took his garments and made four parts to every soldier a part and also his coat now the coat was without seam woven from the top throughout they said therefore among themselves let us not rend it but cast lots for it, whose it shall be. That the scripture might be fulfilled, which saith, they parted my raiment among them, and for my vesture they did cast lots. These things, therefore, the soldiers did. Now there stood by the cross of Jesus his mother and his mother's sister, Mary the wife of Cleopas and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus therefore saw his mother and the disciple, and the disciple standing by whom he loved, He saith unto his mother, Woman, behold thy son. Then saith he to the disciple, Behold thy mother. And from that hour that disciple took her into his own home. Verse 23, The soldiers, when they had crucified Jesus, took his garments took his garments Matthew chapter 27 and verse 57 when the even was come 
there came a rich man of Arimathea named Joseph who also himself was Jesus' disciple. He went to Pilate and begged the body of Jesus. My message to you tonight, you can have the clothes. I'll take the body. You may be seated. In just four books of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, we know it as the Gospels, just four books that were in multitude is found 63 times. And Jesus is in reference to the word multitude all 63 times. But now there stood by the cross of Jesus his mother his mother's sister, Mary the wife of Cleopas and Mary Magdalene. There was a day when the disciples was about to send away 5,000 hungry men. Jesus instructed them to have them sit down on the grass and there with just five loaves and two fish, 5,000 were fed in so much that all 5,000 took home 12 Baskets full. But now there stood by the cross of Jesus, his mother, his mother's sister, Mary the wife of Cleopas and Mary Magdalene. You're not connecting it yet, okay? There was another day that 4,000 were hungry. And with seven loaves and a few fish, 4,000 were fed. 9,000 people 
got their need met. But now they're stood by the cross of Jesus, his mother. Mary, the wife of Cleopas, his mother's sister, and Mary Magdalene. Jairus went to Jesus begging for the healing of his dying daughter. And when he got there, she had already died. But Jesus met the need of this father's broken heart. But now there stood by the cross of Jesus, his mother. His mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Cleophas, and Mary Magdalene. A home marriage. The family, the friends that came on this day of celebration was given the first miracle. When Jesus turned the water into wine and they all was able to feast on that wine. But now they're stood by the cross of Jesus, his mother. His mother's sister, Mary the wife of Cleophas and Mary Magdalene. When that man at the pool of Bethesda was healed of that 38-year-long condition, the Bible tells us that at a certain season, an angel would come down, would trouble the water, and anybody that got in that pool was miraculously made whole of whatever disease they had. If you take the low number, there's been at least 38 miracles in this man's life. He saw single-handedly 38 people that got a touch by the hand of God, but now there stood by the cross of Jesus, his mother. Are you getting it yet? His mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Cleophas, and Mary Mac. Twelve was chosen to turn the world upside down. Twelve was given power over unclean spirits, over power over all the power of the enemy. But now there stood by the cross of Jesus only one of them. This should break your heart. This should make you reevaluate where you're standing. You see, it's always easier to get a crowd when their needs being met 
than to get a crowd at the foot of the cross. Yes, the songwriter was right. There is room at the cross. Because there's always room at the cross. Because the closer you get to Calvary and the closer you get to that blood and the, cro the closer you get to the cross and the closer you get to his suffering it's not so much the more that you see what he's done for you as much as it is the more you find out how lost you really are the cross doesn't just expose what he's done for you. It reveals what you have not done for him. It doesn't just show you how he's died for you. Come on, it shows you how much you've not lived for him. Come on, because at the cross, you don't feel saved. At the cross, you don't feel perfect. At the cross, you don't feel holier than thou. At the cross, you don't feel like you have it all together. That's why we got so many Pentecostals who refuse to take a trip to the cross because they're more concerned with how saved they feel than how lost they really are. That's why there's not many messages on the cross. Even Isaiah said, it is so bloody, it is so despicable that we hid our faces from him. He even described, he described the, image, the imagery of Jesus when he said there is no beauty that we would desire him. Come on, we don't want to look at the cross. We don't want to talk about the cross. We don't want to visit Calvary because it shows us how bad of an attitude we've been carrying and how bad of a spirit we have and all the unforgiveness we've not let go of yet and all the bitterness we have. Come on, we like to hide behind how long our hair is and how long our dresses are. But when we get to the cross, we find out that on the inside, we're full of a bunch of dead men bones. That's why there's only five at the cross. 5,000 are saying, feed me. 4,000 are saying, give to me. 9,000 are saying, bless me. Sounds like Pentecostals. 9,000 are saying, pet me. 9,000 are saying, tell me how saved I am. 9,000 are, are saying, tell me how all together I have. Come on, but at the cross, come on, it's bloody. At the cross, it's ugly. At the cross, there's no beauty. At the cross, holiness. Is, is the last thing you talk about at the cross. Come on, you talk about you talk about how ugly it is and how bloody. You don't talk about how saved you are, not at the cross. See, I got a bunch of your Pentecostal people just doing your Pentecostal nod right now. You know why you're not at the cross. Why 
tell you, I don't know if you've noticed the change in Atkins since the last time I was here, but I'm done petting Pentecostals. We got to get real with each other. We got to get real with our salvation. We got too many people walking around feeling saved, pretending that they're saved. But if the Lord came back today, you'd wind up in the devil's hell because you're not as saved as what you want people to think you are. You just go around with your singing. You go around with your preaching. You go around with your congregations. Come on, you go around with your holiness. But on the inside, where? when's the last time you take a trip of the cross? When's the, when's, when's the last time the blood made you shed a tear? It's got to be the most saddest verse in all 66 books that when Jesus has fed and Jesus has healed and Jesus has made a way out of no way and Jesus has raised the dead and Jesus has cast out devils and Jesus has made the blind see and Jesus has made the deaf hear and Jesus has performed miracle after miracle after a miracle when Jesus come on when Jesus went out of his way to go talk to a woman at the well of Samaria where are they now so you you expect Jesus to go out of his way for you but you won't go out of your way for him I see how it is. You expect Jesus to meet your need, but you won't be there when he has a need. You expect Jesus to give and pour and do, but now when he's at the cross, Peter, where are you at? Come on, kingdom keys individual, where where are you at, Acts 2.38, preacher? You're, you're on the Mount of Transfiguration with him, but you're not at the cross with him. So Peter was one of those individuals. He's, he, he always lived for Jesus based on the momentary feeling. If it felt good, I would defend him. If, if it felt good, I would cut off the ear of Malchus for him. But, but when he's going through stuff I don't want to have to face, I'll deny ever knowing him. Yeah, that's, that's Peter. I'll tell you what my fear is. I tell you what my what my worry is with 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 the stone cold faces I see in the congregations I preach to and the unstirred spirits I feel traveling this country and the unmoved so-called Holy Ghost filled people that just sit there like a deadhead. I tell you what my worry is. My worry is we have picked up the same spirit that the soldiers had, who was casting lots for his garment, who was cutting his coat into four parts, who only cared about his clothes. I wonder, have we in Pentecost reached a place that we are more concerned about what is on Jesus than we are about Jesus? 
Are we more concerned of what we can get from him than having him? Are we more, come on, are we more concerned with, with, with what position he can take us in than just having him as our leader? Come on, I wonder in Pentecost, you better hear this evangelist. I've told you I've not come to play games. If I gotta stir up your spirit and make you angry, so be it. I'll still sleep good on that whether you like me or not. I wonder in Pentecost, have we got to a place? I want the healing. I want the prestige. I want the favor. I want the blessing. I just don't want him. I want to sing, but I don't want him. I want to play, but I don't want him. I want to preach, but I don't want him. I want my name in the magazines, but I don't want him. I want my name being known, I just don't want him. I want to preach the conferences, I just don't want him. I want to be told how good I am, I just don't want him. Come on, I want a book schedule, I just don't want him. I want what I can get off of him but I just don't want him because the body is too bloody and the body is too scarred and the body is too marred and the body isn't as beautiful as what I want people to think I am. I want, I want the bragging rights of the big congregations we've preached in. I want the bragging rights of, of how well known I am. I just, I'm just not very interested in having him because if I get the body, it's going to change my life. But see, I'm, I'm Pentecostal. I don't need to change. I'm perfect. It's all the other denominations that need to change, not us. It's amazing how preachers have guts to preach about everybody else but don't have much to talk about us. Because we think we're perfect. We think we got it all together. We, we go around the only, th with, some, with some Pentecostals, the only thing that's as high as their hair is their nose. You don't believe like me and act like me and look like me and dress like me and preach the way I want you to preach. I don't like you. If you don't make me feel like everybody else does, I, I don't want, if, if, if you expose how lost I truly am, what, what's happened to us? What, what, what's happened to above all else? I must be saved. So that, that's why you don't have many at the cross. That's why there's not a big congregation at the cross. Nobody wants to be there. No, we can get 5,000 people saying, feed me, but we, we, we just can't get many to come to a cross. Because they love coming to church and they love sitting on the pew and they love hearing the singing and they love hearing the preaching and they love going home feeling like we had church tonight. But was God ever there? Did a life get changed? Did a heart get touched? Did a body get healed? And you can't say Jesus was there if nothing happened. Uh, we, 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 
We, we will argue over the clothes. We will argue over who's the best preacher. You, 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 ever, you ever notice how, how we are when, when, when we announce some rally or some camp or some conference and, 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 and we say, you, you want to come to this special service? You ever notice our first question, who's preaching? Who gives a flip? No, you know, what, what we're actually saying is if, if he preaches the style I like, I'll be there. But if he rubs me the wrong way, I'm just too busy. What's happened to us? We're not at the cross. We got our hands out. Give me, give me, give me. And Jesus has his out as well. Poor Jesus can only get one preacher to show up. No, we, 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 we care more about how we can be healed. <clears throat> we can be blessed. That's why we've replaced words like interceding, travail, the blood, the cross with the words like favor, prosperity, blessing. And nobody's at the cross. Lead us to the cross, Lord. Nobody. What, 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 what happened with that, <clears throat> with that spirit that, that Paul had when he said, I'm determined to know nothing. I don't want to know what, what, what preacher did what. I don't want to know. I don't want to know who messed up. I don't want to know who. I don't want to know the latest rumors. I don't want to know the latest gossip. I don't want to know anything but Jesus and him crucified. No, now we feel like knowledge is power. And we use the kingdom like, like the world uses their employment. Let's step on somebody to get higher. That's why there's not many at the cross because they're not interested in stepping on each other. They're just there for one reason, to worship. The, the, the only thing that brought them there was a genuine, true love for Jesus. Not a love for power, not a love for prosperity, not a love for popularity, just a love for Jesus. Let the soldiers have the, have the clothes. Let, let, let those who don't care about the body enough. Come on, but, but I'm going to tell you the way Atkins feels. I'm going to tell you a spirit that's developed in me the past year and a half, two years. You can have the clothes. If that's what turns you on, you take the clothes. If, if, if you need to be liked, you take the clothes. If you need to be popular, you take the clothes. But, 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 but I'll tell you what I'm doing. I'm begging for the body. I'm not asking for it. I'm begging for it. I, I'm, I'm begging for that body. Because the body did more for me than the clothes could ever do for me. The clothes didn't die. The clothes didn't bleed. The, it was the body that suffered. It was the body that bled. It was the body that poured the stripes. The body has done more for me than his clothes could.
do for me. Come on, Jesus has done more for me than friends ever did for me. Jesus has done more for me than preachers ever did for me. Jesus has done more for me than preaching GMC ever did for me. Jesus has done more for me than preaching camp meetings ever did for me. I'm begging the body. You can have all that other trivial stuff, but as for me, just call me a Joseph. I'm on my knees, God. I'm begging for your body. I need your body. I want your body. I crave your body. If I'm the only preacher there, then I'll stand alone. But I want the body. God have mercy. How, how, how can it be that at the cross all we meet is his mother? You know what that means? That means at the cross there's relationship. You don't get that with clothes. You only get that with body. And the reason why so many don't want relationship is because relationship requires commitment. There's a scripture in the book of Hosea. God is speaking through his prophet to his people. He tells them that the day is going to come that my people are going to start calling me Ishai and will no longer call me Belli. You look up those two names, Belli means my Lord, signifying a dictator, signifying somebody you have to serve and you have to obey. And God said, Hosea, the reason why my people keep backsliding, the reason why they can't have a steady relationship with me is because they still view me as a dictator. They still view me as a Lord. They still view me as as somebody that if they don't do it, I'm going to kill them. If they don't do it, I'm going to get rid of them. He said that's why their relationship with me is always up and down, in and out. It's never, it's never genuine. Come on, it's it's never steady, it's never steadfast because they view me as Belli. But he said, You tell my people as soon as they look at me as Ishai, then things will change. You know what Ishai means? It means my husband. He said, The problem is my people look at me as a dictator and not as a lover. They look at me as somebody they have to obey because they've not got a relationship with me yet that they love me enough to obey. Come on. Holiness isn't a hard life to live when you stop living it as something you have to do. Coming to church is a lot easier when you 
stop living for God as it's something you have to do. When he becomes your husband, you love him enough to do it. You cherish him enough to do it. Relationships are always born at the foot of a cross. Yes, it's, 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 it's his mother's sister. It's his mother's sister, which, which, which many believe to be the wife of, of Zebedee. You will remember those two sons born from him. Brother Gill, you was talking about it today or sometime when we were together. It's, 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 those, it's those two who, who mama said, can, can they get close to you? Can, 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 they, can they have a place at your table? Come on, worship. Worship and desire is always at the cross. You will never find complainers at the cross. You will find worshipers at the cross. You'll never find people who complain about worship at the cross. You'll find people who desire to worship at the cross. Come on, some of you right now wish, you, you've been wishing that the old Atkins would come back. You know the man that preached worship and praise, but some of you didn't like him either. So, so that goes to show me no, nothing can please some of you. But you hear me, when you get at the cross, you don't need to be pleased. When you get at the cross, come on, the only thing on your mind is the body that's bleeding. And so I choose to worship regardless of what they're singing in spite of if if it's a fast song or a slow song or an old song or a new song, it doesn't matter. If my favorite preacher is preaching, it doesn't matter. Come on. If it's a Sunday night or a Monday night, when you're at the cross, relationship turns into worship and the one you got a desire to love. Mary Magdalene's at the cross. Mary Magdalene, not Peter. Come on, not James. Not Matthew. Come on, not, 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 not blind Bartimaeus. No, they're not, they're not at the cross. Mary Magdalene is at the cross. Mary Magdalene is the one whom the Bible says was delivered of seven devils that was inside of her. That means mercy is at the cross. Come on, if we had more people at the cross, we'd have more merciful people. We would have judgmental spirits. People wouldn't be pointing fingers at everybody. If you're at the cross, you got mercy on people. If you're at the cross, you forgive people. If you're... See? See? Had a stupid preacher tell me years ago, he said, Brother Atkins, if, if, if people are coming our way, if, if the denomino world's coming our way, I will open them with open arms. I'll, I'll, welcome them in. I'll welcome them in. But if they have been us and they choose to leave us, good riddance to you. Don't want nothing to do with you. I thought, I'm so glad you're not my shepherd. 
because that Bible makes it pretty clear. He leaves the 99 who stayed and goes after the one who left. I wonder if we went after those who left as much as, come on, as much as we would want somebody to come after us. Maybe we wouldn't lose so many of them. But no, when you're not at the cross, your spirit is, well, if they wanted it, they would have never left. You know why? Because you're doing this. Give me. Give me. Give me. At the cross, you're saying, who can I show mercy on? When you're at the cross, you're saying, what can I give? Who, who can I give to? Let the one who is righteous restore the one that's fallen. So according to the Bible, you know your book, the one that you think is all the authority, you know that, that book? According to your Bible, righteousness is not defined by what you wear. It's defined by how much mercy you show. He knows the answer now, but a few months ago I asked my boy, it was a trick question. I said, son, let me ask you, what, what is more important, to be apostolic or to be Christian? And like most Pentecostals, he said, to be apostolic, I said, wrong. It's more important to be a Christian. See, that, 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 that just shocks some of you because you're too concerned being apostolic. Hey, the apostles couldn't get along with each other. But Christ loved everybody. This kind of preaching don't, don't sit well with people who's not at the cross. But there's a vast difference in Peter and in John. Because John is the only one of the 12 who's at the cross. John is the one that Jesus looked down and said, Mom, behold your son. Son, behold your mother. And that disciple took her into his own home. The only way John knew how to take care of mother was to take her home with him. Jerusalem, which is above, is free. The mother of us all. We, we talk about the church as being our mother. The only way to take care of mother is take her home with you. Take her to work with you. Take her on vacation with you. It's time we go from the upper room to the living room. Take her home with you. 
John. You got to get it. God's about, God's about to show you some revelation if, if, you, if, you've stayed, if you've stayed plugged into this. John is the only one at the cross. John is the only one at the body. He's not with the soldiers casting lots for clothes. He don't care about the clothes. He, he wants the body. That, that cross is a whole lot uglier than what we can even... Mel Gibson's never made a picture to really display how gruesome it was. Because if you go back to crucifixion, one reason Isaiah said we hid our faces is because Jesus is hanging there without any clothes. So we hid our faces because we didn't, we didn't want to see the neck. And the, so you don't get clothes at the cross. There is none. You just get the body. Peter. Peter somewhere. I don't know him. Never heard of them. What's that? What's that jingling in your pocket, Peter? Oh, it's it's just some keys. Where, where'd you get those keys from? I I I I I I I. Where's your sword that cut off the ear of? Malchus, because you was trying to defend and, and protect Jesus. I, 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 I don't know him. Never met of him. Never heard of him. When that, when that cock let out that crow, I am convinced that from that day on, he never heard a cock crow the same way again. Every time he heard the sound of that cock crowing, it was conviction. It was. Because Peter can be there to defend. Peter can be there. Peter can be there to get keys. Peter can be there on the Mount of Transfiguration because that's all that Jesus is given to him. He can't be there to give back to Jesus because his spirit has always been after clothes and not after body. So much show, so that, that this follows him after the resurrection of Jesus. Pastor, get ready to read, please. The the The... The Lord has rolled away the stone. The angel is sitting on the stone telling everybody that comes, he's not here. He has risen. News is sent back to the disciples about an empty tomb. I want to show you Revelation's about to hit. I want to show you what happens 
the, the difference in the spirit of a Peter who wants clothes and a John who wants body. Pastor Reed, please. The first day of the week cometh Mary Magdalene uh-huh. early. Early. When it was yet dark, yet dark unto the sepulcher, unto the tomb, and seeth the stone taken away from the sepulcher. The stone's taken away. Then she runneth and cometh to Simon Peter. She comes to who? Simon Peter. She comes to the one who wants clothes. She comes to the one who is, who is always interested in what he can get from Jesus. Mm-hmm. Come on, Jesus. Come heal my mother-in-law. I want your healing. Come on, Jesus. Let me walk on the water with you. I want the testimony. But I'm not going to be there at the cross because I'm not too concerned with the body. So Mary Magdalene comes to the one who cares more about clothes, Simon Peter. Watch what happens. And to the other disciple. The other disciple. Whom Jesus loved. Which is John. Yes. So Mary Magdalene comes to one who wants clothes and to one who wants body. They're both there. All right. Read on. And saith unto them. Says unto them. So they both get the same word. Read on. They have taken away the Lord. They are both told they have taken away the Lord. Out of the sepulcher. Out of the sepulcher. And we know not where they have laid him. Peter and John are both told. We don't know where he's at. Yes. Read on. Peter therefore went forth. Peter, the one who cares about clothes, goes forth. And that other disciple. And the other disciple, which is John. And came to the sepulcher. So they are both going to the tomb. Read. So they ran both together. They ran together. And the other disciple. And the other disciple. Did outrun Peter. Which is John. Outran Peter. And came first to the sepulcher. John was the first one at the tomb. And he's stooping down. John's the first one that looked in. Looking in. John's the first one that saw an empty tomb. Saw the linen clothes. He saw what? Linen clothes. He saw clothes. Lying. He saw clothes. Connect with me. He saw clothes. But watch what happens. Yet went he not in. So the first one at the tomb doesn't even go inside. The first one to see an empty grave doesn't even walk in. He stoops down, looks at the clothes, and just walks back out. Now watch what happens. Then cometh Simon Peter. But Simon Peter now catches up. Following him. Uh Uh-huh. And went into the sepulcher. He goes into the tomb. The very tomb John refused to walk in. And seeth the linen clothes. He sees the linen clothes. 
and the sup uh, and the napkin and the napkin that was about his head that was about the head not lying with the linen clothes not lying with the clothes you you, you notice how the word clothes is always following peter he saw the clothes. He saw the napkin. He saw the linen clothes. But wrapped together uh -huh. in a and, place. And now these clothes are wrapped together. He's describing the clothes because that's all he cares about. Wrapped together in a place by itself. Yes. Then went in also the then, other disciples. Then. Then. Then went in John, which and came, he saw which first which came first to the sepulchre that came first, and he saw, that came first is now coming in second. And he saw and he believed. saw and believed. This is what happened. John outruns Peter. John gets to the foothold of that tomb. He looks in the tomb. He doesn't see the body. And John says, Oh, that ain't nothing but clothes. And clothes have never enticed me. Clothes has never been what I'm after. But Peter, who's always a handout, Peter, who's always give me, give me, give me, Peter, come on, Peter who wants keys, Peter who wants transfiguration, Peter who wants healing, Peter who wants gifts, Peter who wants to walk on the water, he looks at the clothes, he sees them all wrapped together. Come on, because Peter was always more concerned with clothes than he is body. But when you become a John, if you don't see the body, you don't care about a healing, you don't care about the blessing you don't care about the because the body you understand there would be no clothes if there wasn't a body the only reason there's clothes there is because a body was there the only reason a napkin was there is because a body was there and the body has given me more than clothes have ever given to me So, 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 so John said, Peter, you can have the clothes. I'm looking for the body. Peter, you didn't see him die. You didn't see him bleed. You didn't hear the last moments of his breath. So you will never understand what a cross can do because you never showed up to it. But I stood there. I watched him bleed. I watched him suffer. I watched him forgive. I watched him take that last gulp of breath and die. 
And I'm sorry, Peter. But when I've taken a trip to the cross, clothes just isn't that big of a deal to me anymore. I know we preach about it, and it's valid. It's got great thoughts, but I see it in a whole new light after this revelation. I don't want to be like the woman with the issue of blood. Because all she cared about is touching the garment. I want to be like Mary who went in the house where her, her sister Martha and brother Lazarus was. I want to be, I want to be, I want to have the spirit of Mary that takes the alabaster box and doesn't touch the clothes but gets her hands on the body. Just hit me. Just came to me just now. Wasn't it her? That when Judas was making fun, wasn't it her? That Jesus said, as long as there's an earth, her story's going to live on. He didn't say that about the woman with the issue of blood. Because when you get your hands on the body, Jesus has a tendency on keeping your testimony alive. When you get your hands on the body, Jesus goes out of his way to take up for you. If you're questioning where Jesus is at in your life, it could be, be, it could be because he's questioning where you're at in his life. I fed you. But there's room at the cross. I resurrected you, but there's room at the cross. I, I, I saved your kids, but there's still room at the cross. I met your need, but there's still room at the cross. I did what the doctor could not do, but there's still room. At the cross. If clothes is enough for you, you can stay put. But if you want the body, you need to be a Joseph of Arimathea and come begging for the body. Thank you for listening to the MPC podcast. We trust that today's message has inspired you, encouraged you, and strengthened you in the Lord. We would like to invite you to join us again by simply subscribing to our podcast, and we encourage you to write a review if it has been a blessing to you. Again, you can find us at Medora Church, 
www.thepurposeofthe.com to learn more about our ministry.